0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Kenneth Gagnon. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and get exclusive rewards at patreon.com slash run jump stomp. Switchcraft episode 157 is brought to you by Audible. Get a free book and directly support the stream by checking out Audible. They have thousands of books from every genre. You're definitely going to find something you like. Just head on over to runjumpstomp.com/audible and pick your free book today. Okey-dokey. Twitchcraft is recorded live three times a week on tuesdays thursdays at 3 p.m u.s eastern and on saturday at whatever time i can get to it tune in live by heading on over to twitch.tv slash run jump stomp um you can do that and you will be greeted by awesome people people like kodiak moonwolf Vaxer, who is clearly a bot. Decor, DJ Windrunner, Aerslia, uh, JL Vern 41, Joel Mead 24, Link 31254, Otter Otterscotch, Fisto, Pudding, Sea Gamer, TF Wagner, and Vizard Spidey Noir for the first time. Thank you guys for joining me while I record the show. It makes it a lot more fun uh, for me. I appreciate it. There's a lot of ways that you can get a hold of me. One of them is to email me. You can email me by sending an email to runjumpstomp at gmail.com. And just like Jeremy did, Jeremy sent me an email. He said, good morning, Bill. I wanted to share a quick tip with everyone if they were not aware. Last night, I got Xenoblade 2. Amazing game. I popped in the game and pressed start on the icon to see if there were any additional updates and noticed the gold points were on there. I pressed earn points and Nintendo gave me 60 points for the physical copy. So I grabbed all my physical copy games and it worked in a matter of two minutes. I racked up seven bucks. Not bad, especially if you have tons of physical games. FYI, Zelda was the only one that did not work. Sorry for the long email. Like always, best podcast around, Jeremy in Portland. And uh, thank you very much, Jeremy. I appreciate you uh, doing a quick PSA about the coins and yeah, If you have not claimed your coins, that's how you do it. You just put in the cartridge, hit plus, and you go down to My Nintendo Rewards, hit the button. It will ask you which account you want to claim them on. You choose your account, and then you get the coins. Uh, So thank you very much, Jeremy. I appreciate it. If you are looking for other ways to get a hold of me you can do so by heading on over to twitter uh, slash run jump stomp you can call and leave a voicemail at 260 run jump that's 260-786-5867 keep it short I appreciate that and of course you can join our discord uh, which is there for both text and voice uh, by heading on over to run jump stomp.com slash discord if you go there it should automatically open up the the app on your phone or, or on your computer. If you don't already have the app installed, download it first and then go to runjumpstomp.com discord and have a conversation with some awesome people. So for those of you that are parents and have the parental controls app for your uh, switch on your phone, uh, it has been updated. And it says here, what's new? So I'm looking at the iOS version. I'm assuming that the Android version is probably has the same features. If not, come on, Nintendo, what are you doing? Um, but it says, what's new? A uh, new whitelist feature has been added. This feature allows you to add specific software titles to a whitelist in order to exclude them from Parental Control's restricted software setting on the Nintendo Switch console. I think that this is really good because, like there are some games out there that are rated T for teen or something like that and like they're they're closer to the mature end of T for teen and then there's other games that are rated T for teen and when I look at them I'm like why is this rated T for teen I really don't understand why this would be rated T and when I look at that I feel like I should be able to say yes to this game and no to that game. Give it a little more granularity. Now, I know that there actually is uh, granularity built in. Um, you can, like if you've ever done the parental controls, you can fine tune what uh, what it is based on like the age rating because T for Teen uh, has like a, a bunch of age ratings in there, but the games don't tell you what age rating they are so it's not like I can grab a copy of I'm trying to think of something off the top of my head maybe has been heroes and I actually don't know what that's rated off the top of my head but let's say I grab a copy of has been heroes and it says and I don't know if it's rated this or not but if it says t for teen that doesn't tell me if that's like 9 plus 10 plus 11 plus or 12 plus or whatever it doesn't it doesn't tell me that so I'm stuck doing some kind of weird guessing game to try and figure out uh, what exactly this software title is rated. Um, And having the ability to say, no, I'm only going to allow games that are um, E for everyone. And then I can I can cherry pick and and say yes to this one. I'm going to I'm going to whitelist this one so that my kid can play that game, um, but not the other games that are also rated the same thing, I, I think that that's a great feature, and it's something that I absolutely wish existed on PS4. Because so my son has a PS4 as well as a Switch, and like when when I get a new game on my PS4, it is automatically has the ability to be put onto his. Uh, so I always have to go down there and be like, all right, make sure that the settings are right so that this game doesn't show up or so that this game does because I want him to be able to play it. Um, and that is, I don't know, it's just kind of bulky and getting in my way and anything that can get out of my way is great. So I like this change. Um, Vaxer says, you need good old Peggy. Well, I don't know very much about Peggy, so... Uh, Maybe you can fill us in on that, Vaxxer. Next, it also says you can now choose to lock this app. If you do, authentication via Touch ID or Face ID will be required to use the app. I really like that because now... I mean, I don't worry about my... I I like that for people who have kids who, you know, they might do that. You know, grab mom or dad's phone and um, whitelist a game that we don't want them playing. I'm not worried about my son doing that. He's, he's an honest kid. And uh, if I tell him that he can't play something, he'll whine about it because that's what kids do. That's their jobs. But he's certainly not going to go behind my back and do it. Um, if he would, this gives me the ability to not have to worry about it because now he either has to have my thumbprint or have I mean? Because I have I have uh, the the Face ID. I have to look right into the phone in order to get it to unlock. Um, and then even if he picks it up and it's unlocked, and then he opens up the Nintendo Switch uh, parental controls app, I have to look at it again. So I like that feature. Uh, I like uh, I like I really like uh, how things are locked behind Face ID and Touch ID on my phone. And I think more apps should do that especially apps that have uh, personal information on them. Uh, the next change is the time range for the bedtime alarm has been extended to between 4 p.m. and 11:45 p.m. When a bedtime alarm is set play will be restricted from the set time until 6 a.m. the following day. I don't really know what this means so I guess bedtime alarms you couldn't set a bedtime alarm before that was you know I really don't understand what this means so if you know what this means please feel free to let me know Um, Kodiak Moonwolf is answering my question about the Peggy system he says the Peggy system is based on six age categories and eight content descriptors. The age categories indicate whether an interactive software product is appropriate for children of a certain age. The age categories are 3, 7, 12, 16, and 18, and parental guidance recommended. All right. Well, thank you very much for the information on that, Kodiak Moonwolf. All of us um, um, ignorant Americans are now the wiser. Now we know, and knowing's half the battle. Okay, Um, last one. Settings made using this app will now be synced to the Nintendo Switch console even when it is in sleep mode. Holy cow, this one is my favorite change of all, Uh, because there was something, like, my son was going to a sleepover, and I'm not a moron. I know that when you go to a sleepover, you're going to stay up all night hanging out with your friends. That's what I did when I was a kid. And currently I have a bedtime set for his switch. So at when a certain time hits, his switch says, Hey, you're done for the day. And that would be really irritating when he's at a friend's house and I know that they're staying up and playing. And his switch was asleep, and I'm just, I'm sitting there trying to send the signal from my phone to his switch to say, Hey, ignore bedtime alarms today. It's okay and it just wouldn't take until I went over and hit the button and turned it on and then I tried it again and then finally it worked. So this is really good that the settings uh, made from the, uh, the phone app will now change on the switch even if the switch is not turned on. I think that's awesome. So uh, I'm pretty happy about that. Now, There was one bullet on the end that said, in order to use some of these features, you will need to update the Nintendo Switch system version to 5.0.0 or later. This came out before... Uh, the new firmware for the Nintendo Switch came out and so it kind of telegraphed that we were getting a new firmware version and everybody immediately got all excited and they were like what are we going to get is it going to have cloud saves are we going to have voice chat no you're not you're not going to have those things at least not right away and I don't know when it's going to happen but let's jump into the 5.0.0 update Uh, it says here I'm looking at Nintendo's uh, patch notes And it says improvements included in the version 5.0.0 software uh, added the following system functionality Facebook and Twitter friends that are all that also use Nintendo Switch can now be added through friend suggestions. This is awesome. They told us that they were going to be doing this like forever ago before the Switch came out. Reggie Fizame said, We're not going to be having. uh, we're not going to have friend codes. You're going to be able to add people easily. And then the switch came out and there were friend codes and we were all like, what in the hell is this crap? Um And you know what, though, let me take uh, uh, just a quick second to talk about friend codes. Honestly, they're not too bad. I like that I'm able to name my my uh, my name R.J.S. And that's my name on my switch is just R.J.S. An R.J. and an S. It's simple. And somebody else can be named RJS as well if they want. And somebody else can be named uh, DJ Windrunner, for instance. Anybody can have any name that they want as long as it's not vulgar or something because of friend codes. And I like that. Now, there's other ways that you can do this, but I definitely like this way of doing it. Like, Discord seems to allow everybody to have the name that they want without having to have a friend code, but I will say this. When the, when the Nintendo Switch first came out, um, I was there was a bunch of people on NeoGAF. There was like a thread where you could share friend codes, and I didn't want to run into the same issue that I had with the Wii U, where I just didn't know anybody to play games with, so... I added everybody and it was really easy to add people um, because I didn't have to worry about how do they spell their name with an extra Q in there and, and a couple of umlauts. I didn't have to worry about that because it was just numbers. I made it really easy to add people. That being said, this is much better, being able to add people through Twitter and Facebook. And I really appreciate that Nintendo has finally done this. So uh, friend suggestions are based on Facebook and Twitter accounts you've linked to your Nintendo account. Uh, to view your friend suggestions, you just click on that, that icon on the top left. And then you go to the user page, friend suggestions. And of course, you're supposed to be over 13 to use this Um you're supposed to be over 13 to have a Twitter account anyway, so I guess that doesn't really matter. Or, or a Facebook account. But anyway, uh, I think that this is a good change. Uh, it's not the change that we were hoping for, but it's a good change. All right, next change. Uh, select from 24 new Arms and Kirby series icons for the user. Who cares? I don't care. That's just dumb. I, You know what, Nintendo, That's if you want to do that stuff, that's great. But that is so low effort... Give us cloud saves for crying out loud. Just give it, save our saves. Just save our saves. What is your problem giving us stupid icons? How is this a point update? Ugh. All right. Uh, digital software purchases made from the PC or smart device will start downloading sooner than previously, even if the Nintendo Switch console is in sleep mode. So this makes me think that previously the Wi-Fi was shut off when you had the switch in sleep mode and now it seems like it might be on still so i wonder if we're going to see a a change in the battery life of a nintendo switch that's in sleep mode because right now you put a switch to sleep and then you come back the next morning and it might have dropped like a percent and i wonder what that's going to be like now that the wi-fi is on overnight that's something that i'm curious about But I do like this, that I can go to Nintendo's website and click buy a game and then have it automatically download to my Switch. Uh, Next time that I'm going to my Switch, I turn it on and the game's right there and I don't have to sit there and wait for it. I think that that's cool. I think that that's really cool. Uh, Vaxer says, I never use sleep mode on the Switch ever. What what do you mean? Like you leave it on all the time? That's bananas, dude. Just put it in sleep mode. Why would you... I mean, do you you mean that you turn it off all the time? I never turn mine off unless I need to reboot it for something, and that's only happened once, I think. All right. Um, This one, filter news to view only unread news or news from specific channels. I like this. Um, I have a a North American account. I have an EU account, and I have a a, a Japanese account, and I get a lot of stuff in other languages that i can't read and i have those three accounts well obviously i have the north american account for obvious reasons but i have the other two accounts so that i can check out stuff on that e-shop that might not be coming to north america you know just because it's uh region free doesn't mean that they put the same games on every region they might wait for localization, or they might just decide not to do that. Like, I am um, sh- I guarantee that there are games that are on the other eShops that I have never heard of or played because they're not on the North American eShop. But if I want to, if I do hear about them, then I can go out and get them. And it's really, really easy to make one of those. If you just Google uh, make a Japanese Nintendo account uh, for your Switch, I'm sure that you'll find like a step-by-step process. It's really easy. Um, but now I'm going to be able to filter a lot of that news out because the news section has become really useless to me because it's just crammed with way too much stuff. Not, not Nintendo's fault. It's my fault for joining all these other eShops. And I'm definitely looking forward to being able to filter out some of that stuff and see exactly what I want to see, which is great. I think that's a good, good feature. Um, To keep your parental controls pin private, the default method for pin entry has been changed to entering using the console stick and buttons instead of the on-screen number pad. I like this. I hope that it's done like uh, on my PS4. Like, so when I go to my... uh, When I go down and use my son's PS4, like, let's say I want to install a game that I've purchased on my PS4 onto his... Uh, and I go to log in, like I just hit, like there's, there's a picture of the controller on the screen, I think, and it shows which buttons are which, and I can just really quick hit those buttons, and like he has no idea what I've typed into the system in order to log in. Uh, I think that Xbox did this with Xbox, like the original, the OG Xbox that had like the Duke controller. I think that they did that like forever ago, and Nintendo's way of doing it is not great. And I hope that they also replace like store passwords and stuff like that with a pin as well. I and, and have it be like a 10 or 15 number pin or something like that that's really hard to guess, but I can't stand ev- like every time that I go on um, to download something from the eShop, I have to. Go use the joy cons to type in my password or take my switch out of the dock and type it in on the touch screen I don't like doing that and I would very much prefer to use a pin um, where it's just like the a button is the is like one and the b button is the two and that kind of thing I think that that's a great way to do it Um, moving on Captured videos in the album will be restricted by parental controls depending on the restricted software setting and the software rating organization. This is great uh, because let's say that I am playing Doom and I get an especially gory and awesome kill where I totally expected to die, but I, you know, eke out with like a sliver of health at the end. I'm like, that's awesome. And then I take like a screen or not a screen cap, but a quick like video, the 30 second video clip that we can do. I don't know if it's supported in Doom or not, but I take that 30 second video clip and then that's saved to my Switch. And then, you know, my kid is playing my Switch and he looks in there and he sees that horrible, the horribleness that kids shouldn't see because it's way too violent. And I think that this is great. I think it's, it's a good thing that, that, that the Switch is going to pay attention that this game was rated M, so only let somebody look at this if they are allowed to see stuff that's rated M. I think that that's awesome. Um, What else? It says using... the Oh, and then it talks about the Parental Controls app. Um, You'll get a notification now if you've pre-purchased something and now it's ready to play so you don't have to just keep sitting there and trying to hit the button over and over again. And then finally... Nintendo Switch Pro Controller grip colors will now display in the controller menu. So if you have the Xenoblade controller, it looks like um, it looks like uh, it's pink on the sides, and if you have the Splatoon one, it's pink on one side and green on the other. So I think that that's cool. Uh, Kodiak Moonwolf said, "I just tried it. You push the stick in the direction of the number, and it enters the number. That's awesome. So I like that. I would prefer that it used D pads instead of the stick." personally, because then you could do it real fast, you could bit it real quick and get stuff done. But I like that they're giving us the the option to do that instead. All right. So I, that was a long time to talk about the changes to the system. I'm going to shut up now. Let's move on. What's it like to play the Nintendo Entertainment System. Along with the 5.0.0, it seems like some third-party controllers have stopped working with the Nintendo Switch. I don't think this is for nefarious reasons. I think this is because these uh, controllers will probably require a uh, a, uh, firmware update. So the the controllers that are reported to not be working right now are the uh, Sunway Tech GameWill, JNT, IVSO, the Triple E Kit, Orsley, I don't know how to say that, ZD T, Doby, and Artistel Blackfire Bluetooth. The, the controllers that do work are the SN30 Pro, NES 30 Pro, and SFC 30 from 8 Bit Dough. Those guys are supposed to make really, really good controllers. Uh, the Power A. HORI and PDP, both of those companies work directly with Nintendo, so it's not really a big surprise. Uh, The official GameCube adapter still works. The COOV USB adapter, the Mayflash Magic NS also works. This is another one that allows you to plug in GameCube controllers, I think. And then finally, the GameDevil Pro Pro controller. Uh, So those are ones that are working. The other ones are not. But I'm sure that a firmware update to your controller, if your controllers developer is somebody who kind of goes with that stuff, who pays attention and updates their stuff, or do they just make something and then wash their hands of it? I don't know. Um, It seems like all the ones of Made by people that I've heard of are supported. So uh, my guess is that these older ones just have older firmware that need to be changed, and we'll see if that works or not. Whoa, nice graphics. I'd like to get my hands on that game. If you didn't already pick these up, um, I'm personally not interested in picking them up. However, the Pearl and Marina Amiibo pre orders are now up on Amazon. Uh, So here I'm going to drop the a link to that right in chat. So if you are excited for these, then you could pre order them right away. Um, by the way, the link in the show notes does directly support me because that's a referral link, but it doesn't cost you anything extra. Uh, speaking of Splatoon 2, a few um, um, tidbits about the Splatoon 2 Octo expansion. This comes from Nintendo Everything. Um, the official Twitter account has tweeted a little bit about this and it's been translated thank goodness because i don't read japanese uh and it says that one tweet does mention that there's over 80 levels in the octo expansion the reveal trailer that we actually saw when we were watching the direct seemed to indicate that there were 80 at least that's what i thought too so now it seems like there's over 80 levels so that's actually pretty good uh It says you will get support from Pearl and Marina. They will allow you to skip stages and get straight to the story. I'm not sure what it means by skip stages, but what I hope that it means is that I don't have to go around and search for um, like these invisible uh, manhole covers to spray them down and then get into like that. I hate that is one of the things about Splatoon that I absolutely despise is looking for the invisible, um, ways into the levels. It just drives me bananas. So I'm glad that if, if what I, the way I'm reading it, if the way I'm reading it is correct, then that means that you're not going to have to search for these. You could just go and talk to Pearl and Marina and they're going to say, Hey, uh, you want to go to level five? And you'll say, yes. And I love that. So that's huge. Um, Finally, it has been confirmed that there is no differences between Inklings and Octolings. That's not really a big surprise to me. I I didn't think that they would have a difference in the way that you play because that would be unfair. That would give uh, that people would take that as a pay to win thing because uh, having different stats or different abilities based on having purchased a $20 expansion pack, that's not cool. And it. It's not really Nintendo's mo to do that anyway. Uh, although you look at like Smash Brothers Four for the Wii U and 3DS, and that's it, that that game had uh, characters that you had to buy in order to uh, play. And some people said that those characters were a little imbalanced. Like Bayonetta was supposed to be really really powerful. I never really played. Um, as Bayonetta very much. I actually kind of like Cloud, uh, mostly because he plays really weird compared to the other characters. Uh, and I, I never really, like I'd ever played Bayonetta, so I never got interested in playing as Bayonetta in Smash Brothers. So I don't know if she was really overpowerful, but, um, you know, Nintendo has done that in the past where certain things are locked behind a paywall. And while I do understand that, um, I don't think that that's a good idea when you're dealing with something like Splatoon. So we'll see what happens with Smash Brothers and DLC. I mean, it's a little early to be talking about that at all. It's a pretty slow news day, so I guess it's okay that I rambled about um, 5.0 for quite as long as I did. Uh, sorry, just my thoughts kind of got away from me, and I actually got a phone call in the middle of it, and that's why it kind of meanders around while I try to get to the point. Um I thought about re-recording it to make it shorter, but uh I feel like I made some okay points there. So I I don't I don't want to redo that. And um that's it for today's show actually guys. It's it's gonna be a shorter show or it would have been a shorter show had I not rambled so much. Uh, but there's not a lot of news to talk about. This is the kind of thing that happens right after a Nintendo Direct. So here's what I want to end with I want to end by asking you guys a question and I want you to let me know if you're watching this on YouTube you can answer it in the comments section below if you are just listening to the show on your phone or something just shoot me an email or tweet at me at runjumpstomp or runjumpstomp at gmail.com but I want to know if there's a game that you purchased for the Nintendo Switch that you regret buying so that's my question to you guys. Um, I'm not going to say uh, for me, uh, mostly because I didn't pay for any of the games that I regret buying. Like one of the... It, not regret buying, but like uh, if I had bought uh, RBI 17, like I would have been upset that I bought that game because it's kind of lackluster and really, really one note. It wasn't great. I didn't like it. And... Um, I would have been really ticked off had I spent the money for that game. So is there a game for the Nintendo Switch that you've picked up that you're like, man, I wish I hadn't bought this game. Uh, I'm taking this back or, well, you can't really take things back. So... um Let me know. I'm out of here. Make sure that you, if you want to support my content, all you got to do is uh, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. All of the links there will uh, help me create more content. Thanks for your support. I'm out of here and I will see you guys on Thursday. Bye-bye.